Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the first edition of the Mando podcast of the Wrong Theater, in which we just spend the next 10 to 15 minutes breaking down uh, the each individual chapter of The Mandalorian, and this was the first chapter of the second season, but the ninth chapter overall, titled The Marshal, in which, I mean, The Mandalorian comes back, and it, it doesn't really... Um, miss a beat. They kind of just picked up where they left off in a sense of how the show kind of moves. There's a mystery about it. You kind of don't really know what's, you know, what's really going on, what the intentions of the show are. And, you know, this is a, this is a review. So, you know, we're going to spoil some things, Um, but it showed the return of the fan favorite Boba Fett in a very interesting way. And it showed that, you know, they're not afraid to go back to the, the staple homelands like Tatooine where this entire episode took place and we got to see some very interesting things and I was very pleased with just the just how the first episode went like it was it was a good way to start the season so that's how I'll just start off like I enjoyed how the season kicked off yeah I uh I had some different thoughts so we talked about this when we were on the radio I believe and my one knock with The Mandalorian was the way they kind of formatted the show. And I was a bit disappointed in the way that they just continued this idea of a standalone story, similar Western vibes with no large impact. Now, the, the Boba tease at the end was, was great. There were some nice little Easter eggs, um, even seeing the Tusken Raiders, Anakin's pod, um, like little things like that, fine. At some point, I'd love for the Mandalorian to be confident enough to break off from their mold instead of building up to the final two or three episodes where you get these finally, the um, collective whole um, of this storyline, if that makes sense. The, 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 the standalone stories for me are starting to get slightly stale and the visuals are great. They always hold up, but I think you can only rely on this narrative of let's put Mando and baby Yoda in a situation where they help the town and save the day and then ride off never to be seen from then those characters are rarely going to be seen from again that's starting to get a bit stale for me so i'm i'm sounding negative because i thought it was solid but i'm slightly concerned if they follow that exact same format again because it would just feel a lot of low stakes again, despite knowing the high stakes that this show can present to us i'm going to agree more with steve than you aiden because it was the first episode of the season, and you really shouldn't be expecting much in the overall story arc of a season in the first episode. And the only thing you're really gonna get is that little tease at the end of the episode. And I'm finding a lot of similar parallels between The Mandalorian in its first season and then this first episode of the second season with Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. And to me, those two shows beautifully craft the, each season to where the last three or four episodes are unbelievable. And I think The Mandalorian showed that last season, that it was kind of doing the same thing. And I'm pretty sure it's going to do the same thing for this season. And I also want to bring up, well, I mean, Breaking Bad as well, but especially Better Call Saul, I thought the first two to three seasons were good at the end but overall a little boring i didn't find them to be the rage as a lot of people were saying but season four and five of better call saul 
were insane. And that is what people have been saying the Mandalorian season three and four is going to be. So I think you're going to be seeing a lot of episodes like this for this season. So I would get ready for that if that's not what you want. Um, but it's all laying the groundwork for a tremendous, tremendous third and fourth season. And that's not taking anything away from last season or what this is going to be. But I also didn't think that the individual plot for this episode was bad. I thought it was an entertaining episode. And it gave me the little tease for the future of the show that I wanted with bringing back the past character of Boba Fett. One thing I want to add on to Billy is, and I, I, I really do agree with everything Billy said. And Aiden, I, I, do, I do see your point. Like it's, you know, it's kind of been the same old song and dance, like the first six episodes, if they follow the same template. But just from what I've been picking up, and just from, you know, some of the characters that they have teased, I kind of think that they're just building a world in these first two years, and then they're really going to delve into it. Or not years, sorry, seasons. And I think, I actually think towards maybe, you know, chapters five through eight, um, I really think, you know, it's going to get nuts because they've, you know, we, we see like the lights camera pod confirms all these characters and nine times out of 10, they're coming. Like they're, it's, they have a source and it's going to be, they're, they're going to be right. And the characters they've teased, I really think that this season is going to explode uh, probably closer to the, uh, chapter five and I think what they're going to do is they're going to introduce potentially a major character at the end of each episode to the point where you know their existence you kind of know why they're there and then they're kind of just gonna you know they're going to be in the in the world like here's the you thing say, real quick when you say chapter five do you mean like the fifth episode of the second yeah season? I do I do mean that yeah I, 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 I keep sure. getting confused uh, with that so that would be 14 for yeah. chapter four I just want to make sure All yeah right. no um so like my example would be like if they bring in Ahsoka, like this is this is a show kind of made for Star Wars fans, even though they know other people are gonna watch it just to build up the hype. But like you don't have to explain really why Ahsoka's there if Baby Yoda's in, you know, in the still alive, let's say, because you'll know why she's there. You'll know why she's coming into the show because Baby Yoda is clearly force sensitive. She clearly knew Master Yoda. Like, she doesn't need an explanation. Like, kind of same thing with another big character, Bo-Katan, who is a Mandalorian in the Clone Wars. If they bring her in, they don't have to spend time, you know, explaining who she is. And that would be – like, those are two huge characters that can absolutely make the season explode. And their their appearances don't really need explanation because, again, like, this is for Star Wars fans. Major Star Wars fans understand who they are. So that's where, like, the world building is – they kind of laid the groundwork already, and I think they're kind of just gonna. Like I think I, I I'm I'm expecting this season to to be intense as the seasons three and four have been teased to be. I do think this season is going to be like the beginning of the intensity. Like it start gets really gonna start to pick up, and I think in the later chapters, like the early teens chapters, is when we're gonna start to get that. Excuse me. I think it's going to be the beginning of the intensity, but I don't. I wouldn't say it's going to be as intense just because I'm expecting the next two seasons after this to be absolutely crazy. But I also don't really think you could expect much more from a first episode than what we got for a season because I think for every first episode of the season, like the last shot is usually really, really important. And they gave us a huge tease 
with what they did with the last shot. You couldn't ask for anything more. They want I, you to come back to watch the the next episode. Oh, I'm just saying. I think the difference that I'm thinking that I'm seeing between our opinions is I wasn't disappointed. I'm just slightly concerned if they keep on the same track of you can lay groundwork and you can slow build and you can uh, world build as everything you said while still having a continuous storyline versus just standalone plot that really has no effect on the larger part of the story. I think Cobb Vanth, because of who he's played by, Timothy Oliphant, there was an absolute reason he's in the first episode. I mean, let's Timothy Oliphant is B plus to A minus list in Hollywood. Like the guy can be like, so I'm, th- I'm saying that, you know, maybe the, the, the task was, was minor, but the fact that he was in the first episode means that this is a, this is a pretty large actor. And I don't think he's here for one episode. I think that we're, we've got, we got his story first for a reason because he's going to be in the rest of the eight, which so in, I know what you're saying, but like there was definitely a reason that, a, they were successful, and B, they chose to use him first because I think because of how big of a star Oliphant is, this is now going to be, you know, they're going to transition into their story at the beginning of the next episode because Boba Fett clearly is witnessing someone else wear his armor, whether he is pissed about it or not, and he just wants a few questions. Like, that. that's going to be, I, I think, explored either in, you know, ten, chapter 10, 11, or 12. I think that's my point, though, is, I'm not yeah. worried now. I enjoyed the episode. I'm just going to start to be a little bit, not even concerns word, but I would feel as though the creators overall of the Mandalorian would be a bit too, con- I would sense them being too content if I get the same run as last season of six episodes of just individual storylines tied together in seven and eight. I think with the following and the story that they can develop, introducing some of the characters we know coming they can do a little bit more starting a little bit earlier in the season. That's my one point. I, there's definitely some points of the episode I watched and I enjoyed the episode. It just, I guess my point is those seeds of doubt are slightly there of just like, I don't want another six standalone episodes and then two great ones at the end. Which I, I mean, I, I do agree with. I mean that, but like, I also disagree with it at the same time. Like I know what you're, I know where you're coming from, but I I don't necessarily think that that is the case this year because of the fact that I think we're promised some major characters and I think that they'll the 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 chapters here will carry a little more weight than the ones in the first season. But one thing I wanted to point out about the end scene with Boba Fett and and why Billy said it was so important is I I had watched I rewatched the episode uh, the other night, just because I wanted to get a clean, I watched it with one pause the first time, but I wanted to make sure I didn't miss anything. And something I noticed, and then something I was re- reading about was that might not have been the first time we saw Boba Fett in the episode. So Boba Fett was clearly shown in drapes of some sort, but it was dark and we couldn't really see the color. And he had a Tuscan Raider staff and rifle on his back. And if you notice how the Tuscan Raiders sit, they all sit the same way. And in the one scene, when they were sitting by the fire communicating before they met Cobb Vanth, there's a Tuscan Raider sitting completely different than everybody else. Like no, he is sitting in a complete different way and he's sitting more removed from the group. And I think that 
that was the first time we actually saw Boba Fett. He was hiding in plain sight, and that's how he's been since he escaped from the Sarlacc pit, um, or maybe escaped from the dragon's mouth, um, kind of like a Jonan and the whale sort of story. That Boba Fett was actually in the episode well, well before we actually thought, because he has been living amongst the Tuscan Raiders this entire time. That's just my little thing I picked up on the second time and then read about it. And I kind of think that that might be the case, but again, I don't know. That's just one thing I thought was kind of cool. I would buy that. I would 100% buy that. But I also want to know, what is it going to take for a Star Wars character to actually be dead? I mean, mean, Boba is different though. Like, it's obviously clear, but if you read the Legends comics, Boba, there's a whole bounty of literature that shows how Boba escaped in his time following uh, episode six. And it seems as though they're kind of converting that here. I mean, the Sarlacc picket takes thousands of years. Years, to kill yeah. You. So, and if the crate Dragon killed the Sarlacc, it interrupted the digestion and he was, yeah. he and was it, fine. And there's other theories, as I've read, that um, the way that Mando escaped um, the crate Dragon is the way he literally could blow him up or whatnot. Like the jetpack was clearly still functioning. Um, with, to, the, with the rocket. The elephants. Yeah. So clearly he escaped unscathed, so maybe rocketed out. There's a lot at play. I love it. He's a character we wanted to see uh, more of, deserve to see more of. And the, I mean, and he's, he's probably tease, my favorite Star Wars character. That tease was big time, though, at the end. Um, and it's great that it's tomorrow Morrison. Yeah. Like it, it, it's like, it's totally like, here, here fans, you, you guys complain a lot, but you know, we, this is for you. Like, it's clearly the guy who played Django Fett and all the clones. And it's just like, oh, wow, thank you. That's awesome. I mean, there was people saying, oh, that's Captain Rex, and then you're full of shit. It's Boba Fett. Like, it's clearly a Boba Fett episode. If we see Captain Rex, he'll look a lot different than what that guy looked like because at the end of Rebels, Captain Rex does not look like that. He looks a lot different. And he's also retconned to be in um, uh, The Return of the Jedi, and he has a full white beard. So clearly Boba Fett, clearly. Yeah, and I I like the move too, but I'm just saying it takes a lot. To kill someone in well, a Star like, Wars universe. Han Solo's dead. That's how you die. You need to get right in the stomach. Like that, he's dead. A Darth Maul was force sensitive, and he was driven by his love of the dark side, and willed his way to becoming the demon creature he was on Dathomir. So, like, he he's a little different. But Star Wars characters die. I mean, it, it take it might take a lot, but you know, like the minor characters always end up dead but the main ones you know they're the main guys it takes a while it is quite amazing the amount of love that boba fett has received over the decades for the amount of total probably the, time that yeah he got he, in the original trilogy he's I probably the biggest fan character it's also, like the, it's also the like the corresponding stuff though like the comics and oh no i totally get it yeah. i think he's really cool as well i just find it really interesting because I think the point total screen time is very, very limited. He's like it's a, a badass character. Think, yeah. Badass, he is badass. I'm, I'm not disagreeing. No, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I think it captivated because, like, at the time, it's like, this guy's a badass. Like, this I would want a, like, Boba Fett he, he was supposed to get. Movie. He was supposed to get one. I know. But that because of Solo, he, they scrapped he, it. By James Mangold, too. Yeah, it was James Mangold. That, that, that would have been – I feel like people would want the Boba Fett one more than they want the Solo one. Yeah, I think they definitely want it. Why they wouldn't do it still? I think you'd go through it. I don't think Solo. People wanted Boba Fett and Kenobi. That's all they wanted. 
and potentially right. a Darth Maul. But that's oh, I would be all for a Darth Maul one as well. Yeah, Darth Maul has a lot left to. But the thing is, Sam Whitmer, the voice of Darth Maul, in he actually shows up in this episode. The voice of Darth Maul is is in the town. He's the first tall male adult you see in Cobb Vance town. Um, but Sam Whitmer, the voice of him, uh, has two years left on his Lucasfilm deal. So Darth Maul will probably appear in something. I don't know. I don't know what, but there's a Kenobi series. I'm assuming we might hear the voice of Sam Whitmer there or actually see Darth Maul, depending on the thing. But that guy is uber talented, and I really hope we get to see Darth Maul something. So I guess our last final question before we can conclude this brief yeah. recap is overall grade for the first episode and then just any theories you have based on that first episode, where do you think it goes? Let me start. Bill. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give it an 89 B plus um, solid episode. Loved Cobb Vanth, loved Oliphant was like a total like combination of like Eastwood and, you know, a bunch of Western characters. Pretty funny. Um, like pretty good inclusion into the uh, into the. I think he's going to be a main character. Alphant's a huge actor, so I think going forward we're going to see some Mando and uh, Cobb Vanth. But my my biggest theory is that Boba Fett, and this is this is not like the biggest theory for the 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 season as a whole, but but basically for just Boba Fett and like his role in the, in the in the show. I actually think because technically Boba Fett and Jango Fett are not Mandalorian. Boba Fett is not tied to the armor like Mando is. That will surprise Mando when he finds out that it's not actually made out of um, the same uh, material that his is. But I think Boba Fett's gonna it's gonna serve as a you know a redemption role for Boba Fett. So you think Bo- Boba Fett's gonna be an a good guy? No, he's gonna he's gonna be he's gonna be a, a, basically a potential mentor, sort of aiding figure to. Mando, I don't know how he's going to react to Baby Yoda because I do think he's going to remember Master Yoda because Master Yoda met him along with Mace Windu in an episode of The Clone Wars. And I think because Filoni is involved, they're going to take that into consideration. Like he'll know, he won't forget that species. He's not, he's a very smart character. But I think that he'll be more of a guiding figure. And I do think if they interact with Ahsoka, then it can get hairy because. Boba Fett definitely hates Jedi. That definitely didn't change in the Sarlacc pit. But I think his role is not going to be so much tied to basically him becoming this Mandalorian, but more like, you know, I want to, I want to help you on your journey because, you know, I'm lucky to be alive or I'm glad to be alive. And that's cool that someone's got my armor, but I don't really need it. I'm a new guy. I don't need the armor. I'm going to be right behind Steve on the score. I'm going to give it an 87. I thought it was a fantastic episode. Um, doesn't, doesn't go into the 90s just because there wasn't that, oh, wow, fact yeah. that you're going to get later in the season. Yeah. Um, but very, very great, good first episode with that little tease at the end to get you back in the future. Uh, I think Boba Fett, at first, is going to be kind of cold and distant, and Mandos might want his help, and he's not going to get it until um esposito's character comes out with a dark saber and then mando's not going to be expecting help and in comes boba fett to help save the day and help mando and potentially help the child because i i agree i think he might 
he might be the one to tell Mando who Baby Yoda really is. He'll have information on the species, and he'll know that he'll be like, "Oh, there was a old one that was a Jedi." And I hate I Jedi. Also, don't think we see him for a couple episodes. I actually think that now that you mentioned that you, so, you mentioned that over text, but I agree with that. I would say to just a guess. I'm gonna go. You don't see him for three more episodes. I'm going with two. I say okay. I'll say. So wait, you you don't think he'll be in two more, or it'll be? I like, think it, we'll have to see. We'll, there will be two more episodes in between his next appearance. Okay, I I can. See so that that's I think it's two or three. Yeah. All right. I, real quick before you go, just mine. I'm going to give it a 68 um, because I think there's a lot of room to improve and it will. Like, I think it's going to get keep on getting bigger, better. I thought, again, kind of a re- the plot itself, well, good. I th- didn't think it was anything special. Um, I think we also, when like your face dropped, I think our brains are programmed to think uh, in school terms, like it's 50 yeah. above, but when you think of it, there's zero to hundred. So 68 is like above, it was an above average for it. And I think in my head, I'm like, I think this is more of an average episode for the season. And if this is like the average episode, like Bonham, that means like the rest are going to be really good. Like when I hear you guys say 89, I'm like, that means that like every single one, like I think there's going to be a ones that we look back that were far better than this. So that's why it's not, a bad score. It's just I thought this was going to be more one of the average ones of the season. Um, I do agree with Billy. He brought up Boba's de- definitely not going to appear in the next couple. I, I Let's bill it as chapter 14, fifth episode of the season. But I do think we see Ahsoka in the next couple. And then, but my thing is, if you introduce Ahsoka and it's not a tease, you can't just like let, have her stand alone and come back later on. Like she has to be there for the next recurring episodes. I do have one thing with Ahsoka, and this is basically this is just down to a marketing standpoint. We will see Ahsoka before Thanksgiving because they're gonna throw her into the marketing merchandise like that. They're definitely waiting to show her kind of like the child they did with the child. Like they completely hid what she's gonna look like and what her basically what how they're gonna sell her to the the fan base because she's a huge fan favorite. Like she's definitely in this generation, probably top five. Like the fans love her. I, I like her. She, and she's a good character, but I think from a Disney marketing standpoint, we will see her before, well before the December episodes. So I'm saying in the next, I guess at the latest two to three, that's my last point. 